Hello and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson. And as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, everyone. Boy, do we have a doozy for you this week. Oh, God. We stupidly went and saw Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah. Yeah. I jokingly suggested this during the week. Do you regret the suggestion? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. are. Wholeheartedly. Oh, what a film. We'll get into yeah, that. Let's. We let's. Will. let's as always, when we see a horrendously shit movie, I'm going to try and avoid talking about it for as long as possible. Yeah, let's just So, um, what did you watch this week? Uh, so, I've been watching a couple of things. I watched a Australian movie called The Interview, which is, it's from a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going through all of the stuff I have on, um, on PlayStation, I went to SBS On Demand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of movies on there. So really? I just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lots of movies, lots of TV shows. They've got all the episodes of Gadget Man and um, Travel Man. Are you serious? Yeah. Listeners, this podcast is over. <laughs> I have some TV to watch. Yeah. I've been looking for that everywhere. Yeah. Because they know, don't have it on the ways is, you get it. It is, inc- <laughs> it is incredibly <laughs> difficult to download yeah. that show. Well, they have they have episodes of Travel Man and... Do they have Man. all of them? I don't know. I said all. They've got a lot. You've, so you've got- made my day. Yeah. Well, there you go. Everyone. So, SBS On Demand, I, I highly recommend for people because they've got movies and TV shows and stuff. So, I watched a movie called The Interview um, starring Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie about a guy... Is just sitting in his apartment and a policeman come in, um, raid the house and take him back to the station. Yep. And essentially the whole movie is in the station um, and they're interviewing him about um, a missing car and the story just unfolds and the character unfolds. I don't want to give anything that away. Sounds I fantastic. Really, I really recommend watching this because it's really, it's a great performance by Hugo. Um but yes, I recommend that one. All and right. I've also been watching a YouTube channel as of recently. Um, it's called Binging with Babish. Yeah. Funnily enough, before we talked about this episode, Cam's like, oh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff. He didn't tell me what you were watching. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'll bring up one that I watch all the time. <laughs> Binging with Babish. Oh, it's so good. I love... Like a lot of the stuff I'm watching, not even as just I want that food because a lot of it's me. I, just, I love the way he... Does mm. his video. So, for anyone who hasn't yeah. watched it, Binging with Babish started out as this YouTube channel that pretty quickly rose to uh, mm. notoriety through Reddit. Okay, so, he, yeah. he posted his videos on Reddit and everyone on Reddit's just like, this shit's awesome. So, yeah. he never shows his face in his videos. It's I usually he started to now. He did it after his like 9 millionth subscriber yeah, uh-huh. video that he yeah. did and he yeah. did more about him. Mm-hmm. And it's always his torso. Yeah. And a bench. And it's just him cooking dishes. From TV from shows TV and movies. From TV shows and movies. Yeah. So, people suggest stuff. He will accurately recreate it to mm-hmm. the T. Like, if yeah. they explain exactly what it is, he will make it that way. Mm-hmm. But then, in some episodes, in most episodes, he'll, he'll then- Make a better he'll alternative. He'll improve it. Mm. So, he'll go, like, he's made- um, Oh, he's made so much shit. I th- the worst thing I've seen him make recently was- um. Ralph's Wiggum's oh, crayon, crayon sandwich, sandwich that he did yeah. on a, another YouTube yeah, show. Good and he, morning. He yep. did his own episode and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this properly. And it was yep. a rainbow toasted cheese. Yeah, like your looked- colour food dyed all yeah. these cheeses. But, oh, he's so good. And so what he's done now is he's obviously got 
quite a substantial audience now because mm-hmm. he, he's very informative, well-spoken. Yeah. And um, he's now started doing binging, binging with basics. Oh, so doing like basic cooking. So he, he shows you like how mm. to cut down a chicken, how to cook it. Mm-hmm. Not very great for the vegetarians in the room with us. No. <laughs> but like he's done pasta and stuff from yeah. scratch. And mm-hmm. those videos are awesome as well. Like mm. he's just, he's yeah. awesome. It's well uh, worth a watch. Yeah, just, just being at home. Doing not much. That's just that's what's, just what I watch. What's your favourite dish? Ah, uh, jeez. I liked a lot of the ones from Always Sunny. Yes, because the ham. <laughs> yeah, the the rum ham and <laughs> Charlie's sandwich. Yep, which is what cheese on the outside. Yeah, and he's yeah. I, I, he made another one of my favourites is um Homer's. Patented space age moonwalk. Yes, which he made an amazingly good version of as yeah, well. Yeah, and he had to. He ruined his waffle machine doing it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. broke it. Yeah, um, there was one he did. It was an SNL skit. Mm-hmm. Oh, the taco, the taco. Yeah, the like fifteen layer taco, <laughs> which ends up being this. All this fourteen layers is then wrapped inside a pizza, which is then deep fried. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's actually like this is. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So yeah, yeah he, he's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely worth yep. a watch. So that's that's just what I've been watching. Well, okay. What else How about you? Want? Did I take one from you? <laughs> you pretty much did. <laughs> um, I've um, I started watching a show mm-hmm. based on a recommendation from a boss at work, who pretty much said, "If you don't like, if you don't instantly watch the second episode, I'll buy you lunch." Yep. I, I didn't necessarily watch the second episode straight away did you get lunch i'm gonna get lunch (laughs) but it's called american odyssey so it's on netflix yep um odd show i think it was a couple years back uh on nbc and it's just this a woman who's part of a like a seal team six kind Uh of alternative um that were in an african nation where al-qaeda was okay they kill a, a notable leader um, and then find all these encrypted files on one of his computers, mm-hmm. um, which links back to an American company. Um, her whole team, bar her, is then killed. Okay. And the military pretty much knows that she's alive, but have come out and said she's dead. Mm-hmm. So it's all about her trying to get out of this oh. very uh, badly war-torn area. Okay. Not yep. only as a... Military person, but as a female in a mm-hmm. Muslim country. Yep. Um, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yep. Worth worth a watch. It was like, it was a nice change of pace from all the other shows I've been mm-hmm. watching. Mm. Um, I've, <laughs> you will know uh-huh. how much I love Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I then found out <laughs> that Amy Sherman Palladino made a show yeah. a few years later called Bunheads, uh-huh. which has a lot of the cast. Oh. So it has Kelly Bishop. It has... um. The girl who played Paris, the girl who played Lane. Mm-hmm. And it's all about this woman who marries a guy in Vegas and then starts running, I think, his mum's or her, I don't know, okay. a, a dance school. Hence why they're huh. bunheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, all right, Amy mm. Sherman, give it a whirl. Yep. Not bad. Yeah. And I'm also, like, on Gilmore Guys. Yes. Um, They had... Jason Manzukis on it. Uh-huh. He, because he guest stars on a few episodes that they're doing, like, the, re- like the really good episodes. Mm. So, like, the dance-off episode. Yep. He he appeared on it because apparently one pilot season, things weren't going well for him. <laughs> so, he was all alone in LA. Aww. And 
he found that on a channel they were playing Gilmore Girls all the time. So in this one pilot season, Jason Manzukas became one of the Obsessed. world's biggest Gilmore Girls fans. And so I was listening to this podcast episode, uh-huh. which was my favourite episode of Gilmore Girls ever mm. that they were reviewing. Mm. Like, this can't be beat. And then all of a sudden, Jason Manzukas starts talking about bunheads. And being like, oh, I also fucking love bunheads. I'm like, what is this? Looked into it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Give it a whirl. Because I, I feel like she got an award, a Golden Globe for another show she's doing at the moment. Yes, that just came out, which I'm also about to start watching. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the, the title of it it's right. It's like a real long one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, set, I think, like almost the 1950s, this show. Okay. Yep. So it's not a, a modern day show. Mm-hmm. Wait for technology. The wonders of technology and the speed of internet. God. Oh, oh, oh. no, no, no. Do you want me to try? Yep. <laughs> As I vigorously shake my phone in an attempt to load stuff quicker. <laughs> Why do I go through Plex? Look, I don't know. I should have just Googled it. The Marvelous Mrs. Mason. Oh, just as you said that, I'd scrolled to it. God, pretty good though. Damn it. Uh-huh. Yes. So the marvelous uh, Mrs. Maisel. So that might be my next uh-huh. update once I've uh, watched yep. that. Yep. There so uh, yeah, that's yep. what I've watched this week. Um, for our avid listeners uh-huh. and our you know long time listeners, you're aware that Bakesy is overseas. <laughs> <laughs> We've not heard from him in a while. Yeah, we are. Uh, We're worried. For him. I've seen I've seen his girlfriend do some posts. Okay, well, at least social. she's so alive. We, we're sh- certain she's alive. Um, Whether Bakesy, he is, it's up for debate. Bakesy, if you're out there, <laughs> we want to hear from you. We're worried. Just just talk to us. <laughs> or if you're just enjoying life so much because you're overseas yeah. in Europe, continue to do so. But just yeah. let us know. Yeah, just 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 a holler. Just just, a, just, just a, a word. Like, don't make this a cry for help, Bakesy. I know we've been pretty rough on you while you've been gone. Yeah. Yeah, but no, uh, it's a, it's out of love. Touch out, touch out, touch base. Just get in touch. Just touch, us. touch, touch us, touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk. About- I really don't want to talk about it. If it can you notice? But I'm aware, and uh-huh. we're going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Pitch Perfect Three. Yep, a movie that never needed to be made. Is this technically 2017? The movie that came, when it came out, because this could get the title of worst movie of two thousand seventeen. Bright is much better. No, it was released <laughs> New Year's Day twenty eighteen. That's how they get you. Yeah, people will forget well, about it by the end of the year. We've got a front runner for worst movie of twenty eighteen. <laughs> oh. uh, funnily enough, we talked a few episodes ago about uh-huh. how we uh, wanted to shine more light on female. Yes. Performers, actresses, mm-hmm. I'll guard. This is not the one for it. <sighs> this okay. movie made me real mad. It made me very mad. Mm. Let's go through the cast for those that haven't seen Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect 2. And then or, this. Or Pitch Perfect 3. Mm-hmm. So we have Anna Kendrick. Yes. I'm not referring to anyone as a character's name. because <laughs> Apart from Amy. Who cares? Rebel Wilson. Sorry, her name's not Amy. It's Fat Amy. I'm sorry. Confirming with IMDb. I'm sorry. That is her official character's title. Brittany Snow. Yep. As Chloe. Anna Camp as Aubrey. Yep. Hayley Steinfeld as Emily. Mm-hmm. Esther Dean as Cynthia Rose. Who's the real ghetto looking chick. Ah. Yeah. 
Hannah May Lee as Lily. Yep. And then Callie Jackal and Shelley Regner as those two girls that you never know who they are. And they, they, they have- they're very uh, self-referential on that, this movie, though. Mm. Uh, and then you've got token Hispanic, Chrissy Fit as Flo. Uh-huh. But then the MVPs of this movie. Oh, for sure. Uh, of course, we've got Elizabeth Banks, who is one of the executive producers. Oh. Who plays Gail. Who cares what their names are? They are now. And uh, what's John's last name? John Michael Higgins. Yep. Playing John. Best character in the movie. And then we had some we had some roughies in this one. Mm. We had uh, Matt Lanter. Chicago. Oh, discount plop. Discount plop. Um, did Has a very good uh, voice acting career as huh. as Anakin Skywalker. You did say Star that Wars, in the movies. Star Wars The Clone Wars. I picked up on that voice. I'm like, you're better than this, Matt. Uh, Guy Burnett, who played Theo, or who henceforth will be known as (laughs) Discount Adam Scott. (laughs) And uh, you had DJ Khaled as DJ Khaled. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, Ruby Rose playing Uh, Calamity. Is that her character's name? My goodness. They all had like weird itty names. Calamity, Serenity, Charity, and Veracity. That's where we got that really funny joke. joke of... Oh, obesity. I could join and be called obesity. All right, we get it. <laughs> you're fat. Yep. And then the crime against cinema. Oh God. Coming into play, Fergus. Oh, fuck. Fat Amy's father, Jonathan Lifgow. This makes me. What's he doing? I don't know. At what point did the Elizabeth Banks come to blame her? Because whatever. Just go up to him and go, I've got this bag of cash. Can you do an Australian accent? No? No. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Just go, oh, yeah. Well, that's Let's an interesting, that. okay, interesting bit of trivia. Uh-huh. Because while I'm scrolling for IMDb, why not? Elizabeth Banks was previously attached to direct, but dropped out. This movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. Rebel Wilson... And let's be honest, doesn't really have much of a career beyond this series. No. Has expressed interest in a Fat Amy spin-off. Of course she has. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she? Oh, boy. This was her movie. Mm. Was it not? It kind of felt like that anyway. Yeah, it was yeah. all her because they've just gone, we don't actually have any funny no. scenarios written for this movie. Let's just have it all be fat jokes. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I it's it's turned me to silence. This movie. Yeah. So let's talk about the crowd that we had in there. Not a big one. <laughs> Maybe eight of us. <laughs> we were the only men, and I think we were the yeah. only people over the age of twenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, the two biddies next to us were pretty old, mm-hmm. but uh. We, we, we obviously went to the lovely Cameo Cinemas. We did. Um, as always. I had a nice bag of crisps. <laughs> risky move after <laughs> not eating solids for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, bad idea probably. Um, but yeah, lovely cinema as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed Bill. Oh, we'll we did. explain Bill one day, but not not now. Not today. And uh, yeah, we got in the cinema. We were a little bit late and mm-hmm. went, oh God, <laughs> we're the only men here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it. Pretty much went downhill from there. This, this I movie believe was the bad. first five minutes 
I'm like, well, that's it. Yeah, I'm down. We're in. We're in. We're in here for the long haul because we want to. We want to write. Not write. We want to record a podcast uh-huh. on this. I think there was the inkling ten minutes in to almost turn to you and go, "Let's go." Oh, come on! I would have supported that. I know, which is why I didn't do it because I okay. knew if I said that, you were. I would have walked out before Wiley, you said Wiley, Wiley, like a. What is it? The Roadrunner. There'd just be a puff of I'd be gone. dust. Yeah. All right. Let's talk the nonsensical plot of Pitch Perfect 3. We start off with our... Everyone's favourite protagonist. Oh, no. No, no. We start oh, off with we three start weeks. Off with, no, no. We start sorry. off with the Bellas on a boat oh, yeah. performing for three men who we don't see their faces. Uh-huh. But it was pretty obvious. I think I turned to you straight away and went, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're performing... Toxic. Uh, Toxic by Britney Spears. Uh-huh. Not their best performance. No. There's a lot of weird looks on their faces. All yeah, of you're s- like, what are they doing? What's happening? Uh. All of a sudden, Roof comes in. Fat Amy's there with a fire extinguisher. She fires that off. Says freedom. Freedom. All the girls run off the boat, uh-huh. jump off, and then an explosion happens and we get a slow-mo running of Fat Amy yep. and Becca. At this point, I'm like, have they changed this series into them being spies? And if so, I'm in. I had that same thought. I went, if they have somehow gone, we can use the Bellas uh-huh. as a clandestine... Yeah. Secret, like a vigilante group. Secret spy group. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah. Actually go. This series has always been utter shit. Bar the yeah. first one a little bit. Yeah. It's it's become ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, let's lean into it. Yeah. I was all for it. And then, nah, nah, nah. Three weeks earlier. <laughs> Becca is being stalked by <laughs> the best characters in the movie. John and oh, I'd already just said her name. It's Elizabeth. Elizabeth Banks. Candy or something. Yeah. And they, they're filming a documentary about yep. the Bellas. Yep. Uh, Becca's like, my building has security. She goes up. We're introduced to her doing what Becca does. Produce music. Just dropping down some sick beats. For Pimp Low was the name by, I think it's... um. Moses Aris, he was Rico from Hannah Montana. What? Did you not pick up on no. that at all? No. I looked at you straight away. Yeah, well. Rico. Oh, now, I, now I see it. With the dreads. He's wow. a weird looking dude now that he's grown up. I was going to say. Anyways, for those who used to watch Hannah Montana, <laughs> Rico. Which just a couple of us. <laughs> two of us are in the room. Yeah. Um, Rico from Hannah Montana was a dreadlocked uh, white rapper. Mm-hmm. who had some issues with Becca, which, to be fair, pretty much destroying his own song. Was his original song good? No. no. But was hers better? No. No. And don't act like it was. In the, yeah. Like, you she d- called him Mr. Pimple. She deserved to get fired. She wasn't fired. No, but she, she quit. It. But, like, that's not your job, sweetheart. Yeah. That came across as really oh, condescending. <laughs> okay, okay. And the Sorry. microphone just tried to attack me because of it. <laughs> just as I said, we need to talk about women better. Yeah, uh-huh. But it did come across as condescending. Uh-huh. What I just said. And what she was doing in the scene. It so was. So I get why he was angry. Yeah. He yeah. was a flog. Oh, yeah, he was a real kid, shit yeah. kid. Yeah. So, yeah. She, she rocks up home. Yep. How many people live there, do you think? I think three of them did. I yeah. saw one bed. Mm. So she rocks up home. Yep. Starts pronouncing to the world 
And why did she think that Amy was there? Starts pronouncing because the world she's that she's job. quit. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Fat Amy rocks out with some headphones on. It's like, oh, what have you been saying? I'm not listening. <laughs> the scene. Uh, they talk for a little bit. <laughs> Brittany Snow comes in all dressed up in the Bella kit. Uh-huh. Goes, have you guys forgotten? <laughs> Off they go to, the, to a Bella's reunion. reunion. Yeah. Um, we quickly see... Everyone. Everyone. Ha ha, I've missed you. Girl time. Uh, and then the new Bellas rock up. Yeah. The new younger and cooler. Yeah. Bellas led by Hayley Steinfeld's Steinfeld. character. Yep. Um, who pretty much realizes that, oh no, the Bellas, the old Bellas. They think, think they're here they're for, perform, for a But no, yeah. they're just there to watch them. And it was more of an extended invite because she missed them. Because she was yeah. a part of the group with them. Yeah. In the last movie. Yeah. They perform. I can't remember this song. Oh, yeah. Don't care. Uh, Shut I, up and something. Yeah. Shut up and dance with me? Yeah, yep. why not? Um, we get flashes of the lives of all the Bellas, and they're all pretty shit. Yeah. Nothing's gone the way they thought. Uh, we see Britney Snow's hand up a cow's ass. Yeah, she's a, a, a in vet school. Yeah. Um, Anna, Anna Camp's just shit. Yeah. Fat Amy's Fat Amy Winehouse. That was pretty. You liked that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I laughed at the premise, and then it kept going. <laughs> it's just a once-off. That's all we need to see. So yeah. their lives are shit. They're at a bar, just reminiscing, mm-hmm. talking about how good it'd be if they could perform again. Oh, I got a great idea. My dad's in the military. Let's go perform yeah. at a USO tour. Yeah, this will this will definitely be what happens in real life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, but no, one of them's pregnant or something. Yeah, cool. Haley, you want to come? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have uni. I'm in the middle of my final year at college. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> uh, we see some passports stamped. Yep. For some reason, the Asian one, Lily, is from Area 51. Yeah. We get it. She's quirky. She's weird. But in the end, we find out that she's not. Let's leave that for later. Oh, okay. Let's leave some nice surprises for the listeners yeah, okay. if they haven't already tuned out. I would have. So then we've got a bit of... <laughs> they arrive at an army base. Oh, oh! you're just excited to see Chicago. Oh, Chicago. <laughs> Discount Plop rocks up. He's from the military. He's going to be their guide. And instantly they zoom in to Brittany Stowe's face. Oh, I wonder if she's fallen in love with him. Yep, cool. Uh, fat Amy makes many sexual jokes, as she tends to do. If yep. she's not making a fat joke, it's a sexual joke. Yep. Cool. Let's go in and meet the rest of the performers. Oh, yes. Oh, they hate them because they only sing with their voices. They don't have instruments. Yep. So, we well, we get like a... And they, um, the, a the country Bellas, band. A country band, a girl rapper. rock band, yep. and a, a rapper. Mm. All who are there because one of them will be selected... Mm-hmm. To be the support act. Why is Khaled on this tour at all? I don't know. He's performing once, and he doesn't even perform. I don't. Even, I don't think it's. I don't think it's once. I think these are like warm ups to the proper mm. USO tour. Yeah. I don't know. Why is it? They mentioned, D- they, they mentioned a DJ Khaled tour. Is it the USO tour or something else? Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, they're all vying for it. The Bellas being absolute cringe fests mm. go. Oh, we'll show you what we're all about. Let's, let's, have, a riff let's off. have a riff off. Uh, in cue, just bitchy, yeah, bitchiness from the female rockers who are just like, oh, so you're just singing, cool. They're singing covers. Yeah, they start singing. 
They're all singing. The country band sings. The rappers sing. Yep. They, the, the bellers win because they use instruments. But they didn't because they got showed the shit up. And mm-hmm. so they, they walk off. Yep. Even the military guys start singing a cappella better than they do. Yep. Yeah. So they go off. Uh, we then get them going to their hotel. Mm-hmm. There's more awkwardness between Britney Snow and Chicago. Uh, they're all then eating chocolate and stuff because, oh, my girls. <laughs> Girl time. Let's get it all in the one room, even though we've all got separate rooms. Yep. Um, Fat Amy goes off to take a shit. Yes. That is exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, it was. She needed to drop an album, was the phrase. She needed to drop a smash. Sorry, It a might smash. be a whole album. It might be a whole album. <laughs> <laughs> she finds a weird doll Child on her bed toy. Yes. and realizes that the man that she quickly glimpsed outside the hotel was mm. her father. Yep. He's, he's walked off, though, by this point. We, we, we are get, we are introduced to the worst Australian accent. Yes, we get we get a nice flashback scene of Fat Amy or Fat Patricia. Yes, in this in this scene, and I've never heard. Okay, since Quentin Tarantino, I don't think there's been a worse Australian accent. It's this is taking the cake. Mm. It's it's like he's. I gone. didn't think anything would ever beat Tarantino's. Mm. No, I was wrong. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ah, dingo. Fucking Patricia. Yeah, Trishy. Yep, real bad. Uh, Anyways, first performance of the USO tour. Uh-huh. Everyone's amazing. It's time for the Bellas. I felt... Oh? I, I felt... You know the, the, the girl band? Yeah. And they, they, they look edgy. Mm. And then they sing a song that sounded like Hannah Montana. Yeah. It's like... Really? What were they? Ever Moist was their <laughs> band name. Ever Moist. Ooh, the other which ones got called? us the great line from Fat Amy of "Well, my grandma's oh, yeah. never moist," mm. or <sighs> "Or my butt needs ever moist," or something. Yep. <sighs> anyway, the Bellas. Um, but before we get to that, we're introduced to uh, oh, yeah. Budget Adam Scott mm, Theo Theo, who is uh, DJ Khaled's producer, mm. and get a bit of chemistry there from Becca. Awkwardness. Yep. He's like, I'll be watching you. Kill. They perform. Things are going well. Somehow the crowd's getting behind it, despite all the odds. Yeah. And then the army bases <laughs> play the, the trumpet, uh-huh. which interrupts their gig. They think life's over. Uh-huh. They're back in the rooms. They've got their jammies on. Just a bit of girl time. <laughs> just sisters doing it for themselves, looking after each other. Hayley Steinfeld comes in, glammed up, and just goes, cut the shit. DJ Khaled's over at the casino across the road. Convenient. Mm-hmm. Let's go and... Uh, let's get slutty. Let's get slutty and, and show him. Yeah. And they kept doing this joke where Fat Amy kept saying, get tarted up. Mm. And they kept pretending like they couldn't hear what she said, except the audience could. And yeah. they assumed she was saying, tatted. It, uh, like, let's get tatted up. Like, get tattoos. But at no point did you not hear like her tatted. say, tarted. Mm. <sighs> Yeah, so we got a bit of. They get changed. They go to this casino. They split up. Fat Amy comes across her dad. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a dick. Apparently, he's a criminal. Yep. She's known about this for a long time. He had C4 in their breakfast cereal because mm. that's a thing. Yep. You do. He sings a song, though, to kind of win her over. I remember it. Don't cool. Remember. Whatever. Uh, all the other Bellas go into DJ Khaled's private party because uh-huh. Budget Adam Scott. Really wants a bit of Becca. Oh, yeah. Um, they're all just mingling at the party. 
budget Adam Scott takes Becker aside because he's got a sick-ass microphone and just a, you know, producer set just ready to go. And some beats. And so she just sits there and, of course, has never used this equipment before and just Doesn't knows matter. exactly what's programmed on the programmable no, synth board. Fucking genius. And just mixes the fucking tune of the century. At this point, I turned to Ken <laughs> and said, like, to the, to the degree of, have you noticed that whenever either Becker or one of the girls is singing, huh. they'll cut to a bloke... Just off to the side being like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like Every time. Oh, yeah. It's like they're amazed about something they've heard before. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The Bellas being Bellas fuck this up, though. Yep. They light the curtain on fire by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them smashes a window because they accidentally knock over a beehive. And then, oh, while this is all happening, DJ Khaled walks in. Cool. So, it's, it's fucked. It's over for them. He's never going to pick them. No. Let's just spend the rest of the tour having fun, guys. We're not going to be picked. So let's just have fun. And then they have fun. And then they have fun. Montage. And then a fun montage, which then makes it like, oh, the Bellas are going to win this. Because mm. they're having fun. <laughs> <sighs> well, we get to the... So, they're, so they're, at, they're at the final stop. Uh-huh. They're at the hotel. Yep. Budget Adam Scott comes across. Uh, Becker goes, DJ Khaled wants to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Let's add a bit of forced drama in here. DJ Khaled wants Becker, but not the Bellas. Yeah. It's time for her to... Break out. Break out. Mm-hmm. Be her own woman. Yeah. And now nah, she's like, nah, mate. I love my I'm a, girls. I'm a Bella. Yeah. I learnt my lesson in Pitch Perfect 1 <coughs> about being part of a group and not a solo performer. <laughs> Oh, fuck this. Good callback, Mark. <laughs> but whilst this has happened, uh-huh. and she's having deep and meaningful chats, uh, Fat Amy is caught up with her dad, uh-huh. quickly finds out that her dad only wants to reconcile because she has $180 million in the Cayman Islands. In the Cayman Islands, yep. which she says, I need to start opening my mail. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, she escapes him because Chicago comes to the rescue. Yep. His other military friend. Yep. And uh, so then what do you do in that case? Fuck it. Let's kidnap the rest of the Bellas. And kidnaps them and has them on their boat. And this is yeah. when you go, oh, That's this the is the start of the movie. Oh. oh. Fat Amy gets Becca. They row a boat to yep. there. Oh, they make a joke that Amy's lazy. Fat Amy's lazy. Yeah. So. so she won't be rowing. She won't row on the boat. Um, Becca then... Says, I'll make a distraction. You do what you got to do. Because uh-huh. Fat Amy knows this boat like the back of her hands. And then she knows the men on this boat. And she knows... Almost too well. How to be a ninja. Yeah. So, Becky gets up there and starts the song. Yeah. We find out that the song from the start is purely a distraction. While well, we get 10... So, ten, so minutes. Ten, minute, 10 minutes of toxic in, in, in the canon of the world. Yeah. 10 they just, minutes They just kept going. Whilst Fat Amy... Uh, Releases her ninja skills and mm-hmm. beats the shit out of everyone. Easily eight muscular grown men, yeah. armed men. I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling serious bullshit. Just, just that part. Well, for most of it, but even more so on this. Like, don't even like. You've literally got her saying, "I'm lazy. Mm. I hated running away from home because of the chat." And then she's fucking like roundhouse kicking people. Like, get, get off it. Yep. Just get off it. Hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, so she falls. Fat Amy saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> she falls through the roof. Yep. The boat explodes. They jump off the boat. How did she know that the the, the roof had collapsed? She's oh, fat. I don't know. Is that why? I guess. But I I I have no reasoning. Did she break it? Yeah. With like with, her, with her fat, because she's fat, Amy. <laughs> How is this not regressive for women? <laughs> it's not great. It's really bad. So uh, they they all get saved by the police. Then who gets them out of the water? Yeah. And we cut to them just drying off. Yep. It's now the day, and Fat Amy's like, "Oh, Becca's got something to tell everyone." Just sisters, yeah, doing it for themselves. Really, Becca's like, "Oh, I've got this. They chose me, but I don't want to do it." And, they're all and everyone's like, "Just like, do it." Just do it. Family, okay. family supports each other. It's cool. And then. At the start of the movie, when they're all talking about how shit their lives are, mm. they then flip it around, and we yeah. find out all the stuff that was going bad, it's going it's good, and then all of a sudden, the Asian one who hasn't spoken in two movies mm. just goes, "Satan has left me," and is speaking normally. Hi, I'm Esther. In just <laughs> what what? <laughs> so in this. In Pitch Perfect canon, the devil exists. Well, you know what? In this canon where fucking fat Amy can take on a boat full of, like, armed thugs. Yep. You know what? She can be possessed by Satan. Yeah, no, fair point. But then, like... Uh, but but she, she had, like, a thing with one of the dudes. Yeah, who was his own socially weird yeah. kind of person. He's... he's, he's he going to stay around with this person that's not the devil? Probably anymore? not. Mm. We don't we don't delve into that too much. <coughs> so then it's the night of the big event, mm. and uh, Becker is now introduced as the newly signed artist on DJ Khaled's label. He co-signed her, which is different than signing her. What does that co-sign mean? Co-sign just means like oh, I support her. Oh, yeah. So not even a. Not yet. Real deal, even though they imply Unless heavily that just said she that then role. says yeah. Budget Adam Scott is, she's now his boss, which mm. again, I don't think that's, <laughs> don't yeah. think that's on the organisation chart. No. When no it well, comes they to never, performer they never and producer. I'll get to that. Mm. So she performs and yep. I'm like, all right, it's happened. We're getting some character growth in these movies. No. She's going to perform on her own. Her story arc has come full circle. No. She's grown up. She's finally understood the importance of family and friends. Mm-hmm. but knows that it's time to branch out on her own. Nope. Nah, fucking let's call up the sisters. Let's have one more shitty song together. And they, none of them had a microphone. And yet, you heard them perfectly. Yep. That is not how audio works. No, it does though, apparently. <sighs> they perform. Everyone's Everyone at this event... Everyone is, loved it. Everyone's like, fucking yes, this is the greatest thing ever. We'll, we'll get to our two favourites after this. I think they need... Oh my goodness. They need a whole thing. They need their own little yep. uh, subplot discussion. <laughs> I think the fact that we like that bit the most says a lot about us as men, but we'll get to that. Okay, yep. Um, yeah, happy days. The Asian girl gets with the mm-hmm. black DJ. Chicago kisses Britney Snow. Yep. Budge Adam Scott's about to kiss Becca, but then it doesn't happen. Nope. I, I, I just read up a bit of trivia. Anna Kendrick didn't want them to kiss, said it made Becca look unprofessional. Yeah. Mm. Who, gives a, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, they they really wrote out the dude from the first two movies pretty quick. 
Ah, yeah. He's got his girlfriend and a cat. Cats. Cool. Cool. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> Where is the fucking magician kid? <laughs> it, this felt like a fever dream from someone that was in the first two. Felt like a dream. It was from Becca's dream. Amy. No, it's Becca's dream. Because mm. she got everything. Like, she became the big star. True. So, anyway. What was the ending? Plot A was... Sh- that was the ending. It, was it? literally faded to black after oh, it that. Did too. And I'm like, oh. So, plot A was shit. Yes. Plot B... <laughs> the less shit. Less shit was John and Elizabeth Banks' character uh-huh. making a documentary, which, as always, is the only funny lines in these movies are yeah. when we cut to them. I think it's because they don't have them written down. Yeah, they are clearly... Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Uh-huh. And that's so, uh, John's great. Mm. Elizabeth Banks is great mm. in that role as well, but just so good. Uh-huh. Give me give me their movie. <laughs> give me the documentary. I've probably had a lot of John's movies being pretty much like best in show and yeah. waiting for government and stuff. But. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're making a documentary. They just... They, for some reason, are always doing, like, commentary on the Bella's lives. <laughs> no one's there. To then finish off with the funniest joke ever where the performance is over. Mm-hmm. Becca's had us all the Bellas up with her. Yep. They're like, this is the finale of the documentary. And they, Elizabeth turns to John and goes, have you been recording that? And he's like, yeah, yeah this is some complicated equipment. hardware. But, uh... Not a problem for a man to look after. And she's like, because the red light wasn't flashing. <laughs> and the look on his face then. <laughs> Perfection. End of movie. End of movie. Fuck this. Fuck this movie. There's been worse movies I've seen, but this has annoyed me the oh, most. No, yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't need to exist. No. Okay, so. Oh, oh backstory on the first two, for my opinion. First one. Surprisingly okay. Yeah. I like the the idea was stupid, yes, but you actually had songs. Yeah. You, you heard all these things in interesting ways and you had more characters, more funny characters. You had mashups. You yeah. had cool stuff. And then the second one, eh, a little bit more of the same, but worse. Mm. They def- this one just, they fucked with they it. They definitely got stuck in a position where they said it in high school, not high school, college. College, yep. Where do you go from there? There's nowhere that the plot can logically go no. to keep these people together. No. And it was just... Oh, God. It was real flimsy. But yeah, that's... That's... That's Pitch, pitch Perfect, Perfect 3. three. Yep. It's crap. I do not recommend this movie. No. I rarely say this. Do mm. yourselves a favour. Just watch Pitch Perfect. Yeah. The plot was nonsensical. Mm. The characters are tired. The music was rubbish. The first two at least had some songs. Like, I, I would occasionally, I'd chuck on the soundtrack. Hmm. I'd listen to it. Yeah. I'd, I'd feel pretty bad about it, but I'd listen to it. No, no, no. But like this one, I go, what songs did they even perform? Coxic. Coxic? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I, I cannot find... Anything good about it. Mm. I'd love to find a real fan of this series and go, what did you enjoy about it? I, I think we'd find a hard time. Mm. A, a person that liked this movie. Oh. All right, I'll chime in. Yep. 
You chime in while I start to find some reviews of people who actually enjoyed this. This was aggressively annoying. <laughs> it, it, everything that was annoying in the first two, they've amplified it. Yep. You make a whole plot about the most annoying character in the whole thing. You make all the females just seem dumb <laughs> and stupid. Oh boy, I've just checked the official score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's not great. No, no. Um, and you centre a whole movie series around music and singing, and you hardly do any of that in yeah. this movie. What's the point of it? Mm. Call it something else. Not, don't do it. <laughs> Frustrating. I'm giving it half a star out of five. Well deserved. Oh, I don't even deserve that. So, let's go to our friends at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Tomato meter, 31%. It's too high. Audience score, 52%. Too high. Critical consensus. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect 3, strange to recapture the magic that helped the original spawn a franchise, but ends up sending this increasingly unnecessarily... Unnecessary trilogy mm-hmm. out on a low note. Spot on. Yeah. It's almost too nice. <laughs> that was too kind. This is pretty good. Adam Graham from Detroit News. Top critic, apparently. This swan song is in serious need of some auto-tune. <laughs> Wouldn't help it. No. All right. Let's, I'm going to try and find a five-star review. Oh, God. Yeah, good luck. I found one. Oh, no. I love this movie so much. Pitch Perfect is such a good series. Who was that? No name. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to <laughs> go with that either. Oh, boy. <sighs> yeah, I... I'm not going to... I'm not going to keep looking. Evan D. Contains plenty of laughs. I don't know where he was. Maybe maybe he was part of the, the two teenagers <laughs> in front of us. I found a half star. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2 were works of utter genius, delight, splendor, and awe. Mm-hmm. They stand as the greatest musicals ever made. They are the Godfather 1 and 2 of musicals. Okay. They were literally perfect. Literally. Unfortunately... The gulf between this and the first two in quality is actually bigger than between Godfather 3 and its predecessors. Wow. This could have been up there with Lord of the Rings trilogy and the original Star Wars trilogy as one of the greatest trilogies ever made. What? Instead, it was a terrible ending to one of the greatest, most legendary franchises ever created. Who's having a laugh there? I want it to be real. (laughs) Who equates these movies to the Godfather series? Yeah, it could have been Lord of the Rings, though. Could have been. The one pitch to rule them all. Oh, fuck this movie, seriously. The marketing just makes itself. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm done. I've had a gutful. What an afternoon. (sighs) Fucking hell. All right, guys. Cam and I are just going (laughs) to... I need, I need to sit down and do nothing for a I'm, while. I'm hopping in the shower and just going <laughs> to crawl into the fetal position. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was Pitch Perfect 3. Do not see it. Nope. But make sure you listen in to our you know, forthcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. Send in your questions at cameoguys at gmail.com. 
comment on our socials, direct message us. We're Cameo Guys on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. And, you know, if you've got the time, make sure you are rating and reviewing our episodes. Yes, um, It's usually one or two clicks on any app that you're currently listening to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do us all a favour mm-hmm. and just chuck in a, at least a, a rating. If you're feeling kind, give us a bit of a review. Mm. But other than that, uh, we'll... Speak to you soon. Yes. All right. Have a good one. See you guys.